I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwein, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwein, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. On this episode, we're bringing on Sean, Queso, and Daniel of the Nothing to See Here podcast as they discuss what it's like to visit and explore alleged haunted locations. You can find their podcast everywhere podcasts can be downloaded. Don't worry, Kat and JJ will return to our next episode. Yo! What's up, man? How are you guys surviving the pandemic? Uh, we're chilling, man. Going to haunted places and getting drunk. <laughs> Always getting drunk. All right. So, you know, some of our audience probably has listened to your podcast, but some of them probably have not. So can you guys give me kind of a little brief explanation of what it is you guys do on your podcast? It's mostly just we research locations that have stories relating to hauntings and murders and pretty much anything that's kind of in like the horror section of we go to those locations and tell the stories that we researched and they're just kind of be there and record on site. We go to these locations with a bunch of beer and we watch him fucking read and we talk shit. <laughs> Awesome. And so why don't I have you guys introduce yourselves uh, separately for the audience so they kind of get a vibe of who's talking throughout the rest of the episode. Can you guys do that for me? Uh, I'm Kazo. I'm the jazz singer, Sean. <laughs> Beverage me, Dan. <laughs> awesome, guys. So whose idea was it to start this podcast? Me and Carlos playing a band together, and one time after band practice, we were just talking about shit we want to do, and we both like we got super stoked that we're like, wait a minute, we both want to go to haunted locations and fucking tell everybody that it's full of shit? So we started it with this whole agenda of disproving ghosts. But we realized that wasn't going to work so well if we didn't have a believer. So I brought this fucking jackass over here <laughs> who believes in everything. Oh, yeah. And he's probably the funniest guy out of us all anyways. And it just kind of worked. 
Well, have you guys had any like spooky instances when you've been on location at some of these places? None, dude. None at all. <laughs> it's, just, it's seriously a drinking spot. Like, I feel like 16 year old me looks at all these spots and goes, man, dude, no cops here. I think the only spooky thing about all this shit is like, we're going in the dark and most of these places we've been are like out in the woods or like on trails. Yeah. So it kind of has like this weird feeling like anything could happen at any moment. Not like paranormal stuff, just mostly like people, you know, Home bums with knives. Yeah. It's crazy. Kind of like a, uh, a Blair witch vibe when you guys are out there at night. Stabbing utensil. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying that could be a screwdriver. You could be one Fucking use your imagination. Don't be laughing. Well, we had uh, one of our episodes, one of our friends came on, Kevin, and when he was like, I don't know, he's probably in his 20s now, but when he was a teenager, him and his friends did this exact same thing, and they went out to some house, you know, where somebody was murdered or something and thought it'd be like a, a fun goof to be like, ah, look at these idiots thinking this place is haunted. And they said that like some kind of demon figure came and like smashed itself against the window and the whole backside turned red and they just what? all like took off running. So where is this location? Because that's <laughs> the fuck we're looking for. <laughs> it was somewhere in North Carolina. If it's, it's early on in our archives. Um, and I think that's back when I actually put the guest like names in the beginning. So it'll be Kevin, you know, dot, 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 dot. But, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty weird stuff. And the thing I found fascinating the most, or one of the things I found fascinating most through doing all these interviews with people that claim to have stories is how many of them are skeptics themselves. How many people come on and they're like, Hey, this thing happened to me, but I don't believe in ghosts, you know? And, and that, and I'm the same way. I had this when I was probably 10 or 11, we were playing hide and go seek in my friend's house. And he lived in like this antebellum mansion in Mississippi. And uh, (laughs) yeah. And so it's that kind of hide and go seek where everybody hides and nobody can move because it's like a small space it was in his bedroom and so you just go around and try to find them you turn all the lights off and it was kind of like the idea of it was to kind of scare the you know whatever so i was going and i see one of them take off running across the room and i'm like ah you asshole and i swipe them you know because i'm like you're breaking the rules so i was just gonna like swipe my hand through them real quick and hit them and then my hand goes straight through them and they turn and look like yeah they turn and look like this and it's like I mean, we were young, so we were short, but like it was shorter than me and its eyes had like a reflective quality, almost like a glowing quality to them. And all of us in the room screamed at one time. It was like four of us, four or five of us. And we took off running and went into, they had like this huge like playroom for the, for kids. And we just all, huh? Yeah. Everybody saw it. Yeah. And so, and we went in there, turned on all the lights, nobody said a word. And we just sat there for like an hour or so. And then we just went on like, we just actually, we were just like, bah, whatever, we're kids. We're not going to ever worry about this again. But till this day, like I talked to my friend Bill and like once every couple of years, I'll be like, Hey, you remember? He's like, Oh yeah, man. I think about it all the time. I'm like, cool. You get make sure. real quick. Yeah. But it's like, that happened to me. Right. But I don't even know if I believe it, like believe that it happened because I've told the fucking story so many times. I'm like right. in my head, what part of that is the story and what part of it is real life? You know? Well, it's funny it's because like right now in our generation, everybody's taking pictures and videos, but back in the day you had memories and memories were cool because after time you just fucking made up shit. Yeah. Shit sounded a lot cooler than it fucking was. It was probably just like, you know, some little dust storm that got everybody's allergies all fucked up. Well, I will say one thing I do remember for a fact 
is they had an elevator in that house and it would turn itself on in the middle of the night and ride up and then open and then close and ride back down. (laughs) Jealous because you guys out there in the East coast have so much history. Like that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to just get popular and famous so you can fly us around to your pod. We can see this. (laughs) That's a good question. Where are you guys located? Uh, California. Southern California. So we're right in between LA and San Diego. Inland empire. Okay. The capital of the world. And that's why we're scared out of ghosts, but just with tweakers, you know? You never know. <laughs> <tweakers>. Meth monsters. <laughs> you have these meth monsters that show up out of some lagoon. It's not a lake, it's just a drippy fountain. <laughs> it's just some homeless tweaker. Yeah, that's a haunting that you may not come back from. So you may not get to tell <laughs> yeah, that story. Yeah, you very much may not come back. Yeah, we just like are getting scared about disturbing some tweaks vibe, you know? So what are some of the high highlights you guys have been on as far as like these locations that you visited and recorded from i don't know i think i think mostly the journeys there is what i look forward to you that's know so boring yeah no, it's fun it's, it's yeah because like the hikes that we take you know like suck yeah because you're fucking lazy yeah but like the drives out to like so new places it's like like cool, yeah, yeah it's fucking 50 feet too much <laughs> But so are you recording your actual podcast at these locations or do you go yeah, back? We do yeah, okay. at the witching hour, which is like, we try to do it at one in the morning. Cause oh, supposedly wow. that's when the, the layer between the two universes are what the, the fuck realm. <laughs> <laughs> we just try to incite this because we would like to, your story is cool. Cause we want to see that. Yeah. But every time we go, it's just, we, we don't see anything. It's just, um, you know, empty beer cans. Yeah, that's that's how JJ is on our podcast. He's so fucking thirsty for ghosts, but, like, none of them will visit him. Yeah, I'm so yeah, thirsty. Right? Yeah, I, because, I, okay. Oh, my God. Dude. Here's the reason why. I'm you know, parched. No, not because you're parched. <laughs> because if you're closed-minded to that shit, you're not going to see it. you got to be more open-minded and optimistic to it to where you will actually but isn't, be. Isn't the point of proving that thing over there is to show it to the people who don't believe well, yeah, you can show I mean, it to them, but they're going to debunk you anyway. They're going to say, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, if you're debunking it, then it's not real. Edited it or some shit. Why do you keep looking at me for like, right? <laughs> Because you don't believe. Yeah, yeah, you're just like focusing this conversation on me, dude. <laughs> this guy does not believe it. I've seen shit. Son of a bitch. But, okay, uh, so will you yeah, say- I think the most of the things we run into are just like, we have a couple of spots that, that legit dead bodies, like murders that happened like, like a couple of years ago to a couple of weeks ago. So you do feel like, fuck, dude, I don't want to run into some fool that's just like, hey, you yeah. saw me kill somebody. I'm going to kill your ass now. What, uh, that shit, though. Any famous places where people were murdered that our fans might recognize, like historically famous, or is it like more local famous? It's really local. I, like, I, don't, I don't know if it's world famous. Like uh, Turnbull Canyon in Whittier, California. That's world fucking famous. <laughs> oh, you thought it's for Dugo the whole time. You could yeah, dude. Right? La Puente. And then we're we're about to go do a podcast at uh, Devil's Gate Dam in Pasadena, which is where the founder of the JPL propulsion. Jack Parsons, the founder of Scientology. Alistair Crowley. Yeah, that's the, yeah. The, yeah, Alistair Crowley, L. Ron Hubbard, and Jack Parsons ended up the conjuring up conjuring a moon child, which is supposed to be the Antichrist. But there's also a serial killer that was who worked for Caltrans that was burying his bodies there. So, it, and the children go missing. The fucking place is a rock formation looks like Satan. And the game uh, looks like the movie It. 
Sounds like the Bermuda Triangle for the desert or something. That's what they call it. They call yeah. it Bermuda it's one Triangle of evil of Southern California. Oh, it's wow. one of the seven portals to hell, they claim. Alistair yeah. Crowley claimed at least it's one of the yeah. seven portals to so, hell. So we'll see. Uh, we'll I'm see very proud of you for your research right there. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Do, when are you guys aiming to get that one out? Do you know? What's that? When are you guys aiming to get that episode out? Do you know? Uh, that one will probably come out and. Let's see, probably about a month or something. Yeah, we try okay. to like we do, do we do every other weekend. Oh, by the way, we don't just do ghosts. We fuck with aliens too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the next episode. We go to an alien hot spot, but I didn't drink too much tequila and he ends up throwing up. <laughs> so it's a goddamn <laughs> shit show. Full on shit show, but it's great. But that's like the podcast. It's like like your friends going and hanging out at these spots and having a good fucking time. Yeah, absolutely. Which I mean, that's, that's my favorite part of podcast, you know, yeah, it's, hanging out. it's especially during the pandemic. Uh, I don't get to see a lot of my friends. So podcast is like one of the ways I can still feel social and connected to right. the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like people still hate on this, but we just have this small group that we know, like we just work or do this podcast. Yeah. So it's like, it's like know, y'all's bubble still hang out. That's yeah. um, unfortunately, it's all we got is each other, buddies. Yeah. So, Daniel, you're the believer. What uh, what experiences have you had? Well, I've had a couple. So I, I used to <laughs> let me tell you about it. <laughs> so I used to live in this in this trailer in meth country somewhere. God, who knows where? Methylvania. But yeah, Methylvania, exactly. <laughs> and um, so, long story short, I lived there for quite a bit of time. And uh, one of our roommates, this old, actually, this old brilliant genius of a man. Well, he was a drunk. But he was a genius. Yeah, but he's a drunk, too. I care to think of him as a genius. But anyways, so it's, it's pretty fucked up what happened. So we had these cats, and, they, and these, these cats had fucking kittens. You sound like Trailer Park Boys right now. And then these cats had kittens. And then, uh, so we're trying to save them from the coyotes because we're out in the middle of BFE. And so we have a gate up, like a baby gate. And one night he comes home, just like Sean said, he's, he's, he's a fucking drunk. And he's just hammered. And he goes, he moves the gate out, and he walks up, and then he goes to put the gate down, and he falls flat on his head on a paver, completely splits his head open, and my mom's right there, and my mom tried to catch him before he fell. And so he, they put him in his room or whatever, and then somebody wasn't trying to call the ambulance or some shit, so he ended up like being completely brain dead. They, they, they found him in the morning walking straight into the wall, just walking into the wall, back, just, just walking in. And so long story short, he ended up dying. But I would assume. At the, what's up? I said I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the guy died. <laughs> it's not cool. He died. Spoiler. <laughs> so anyways, the haunting part is, I mean, I used to walk up and down because, I, I mean, I'm a big rock hunter and stuff, so I used to go out late at night looking for rocks. Dude, don't be talking like about that. digging in dirt. Don't tell us Anyways, dude, I'm, I'm just letting you know a little bit about Pepper Tree Dan. He likes rocks. <laughs> So I was out rock hunting, like this happened on multiple occasions where I was walking back up the hill to my house and right where he died, there was a pepper tree in between that and a hill. And there was this seriously like the shadow of a figure of like this hazy kind of like shadow just hovering back and forth from the porch to the hill. Where his car used to be? Back and forth. No, but remember, like there's and actually there's more other story too. So he used to get drunk and like park right out front of our old bedroom window and go, woo. So one time we're all chilling after he died and 
dude, I, dude, I really heard this, but I might have been on a bunch of like stuff, and like all of a sudden, a fire window get weird. Woohoo! <laughs> like, what the fuck was that shit? But but I got a better story. That was just one to you know, just to get you interested in the haunting of Peppertree. Sorry, appetizer. This one's really blo- mind blowing. Okay, so me and my dad, we're, we're you know we're avid fishermen. We go fishing, deep sea fishing all the time and stuff like that. So we went out to Oxnard, and that's where my mom grew up. And then she's like, hey, you know, when you're done, why don't you stop by my godparents' house on the street I grew up on, and you know, say hello and introduce yourself as my son because they don't even have any idea who you are. So I'm like, okay. My dad takes me over there. We go in, and it's the weirdest thing. They take me in right away, and then they give me a box that my mom had given them to get that, that my mom's mom had given them to give to her. But she was out running the muck or whatever, and never got that box. So I brought it back to her, but she was at her boyfriend's house. So later that night, me and my fiance were laying in bed, and I had that box at the at the foot of my bed because I was, you know, I was tempted to look at it, but I was kind of waiting until. She opened it up to look at it because it's all family, like heirlooms. The story's like better that. No, it's, dude, it's great. This is the time I actually, okay, it's great. Did you look in your mom's box? What was in the box there? Oh, what was in the box? I didn't ever. No, no, I said, did you look in your mom's box? It was a no. terrible <laughs> joke. No, 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 this story went south real quick, and I'm going to bring it back with a banger. So me and my fiance were laying there, and the lights are on, and I, you know, I'm telling her how cool it was that I got to go on my mom's street that she grew up on. I'd seen the house she grew up in. I met her godparents. And then all of a sudden, like, our legs are crossed, and something physically touches both of us. In Laying in bed, physically, this is the only time I've ever physically been touched by a spirit, and touches both of us. And we literally look at each other. We see the imprint of the blanket of a, of a hand touching our feet. And we would just look at each other so scared. I kept the lights on. I didn't sleep that night. And then come to find out when I told my mom about it, she goes, Oh, I used to rub my mom's feet. So I truly believe my mom's mom was touching my feet. I feel like you guys are just partaking of hands across. No, no. And, and, and there's another witness with this, my fiance, Another witness who literally at the same time got touched, and we both looked at each other like, what the fuck? Well, I've seen shit, but that's the only time I've been touched. That's interesting you say that. So our last guest, which will be posting Monday, which will be the 27th, uh, but or the last recording I did, she told a story where her grandmother passed away. Our guest said that everybody at their home slept on waterbeds, which I don't know, take that for what it's worth. But while she was asleep, she felt the waterbed ripple from the bottom to where she was. And she didn't have any animals in the room or anything. So she like shot up out of bed, looked around, there was nobody there. And so the next day her mom's like, hey, I just wanna let you know your grandmother passed away last night. And she was like, well, what time did she pass? And it was at the exact time that she felt that ripple as if somebody put their hand down oh, on the bottom of the bed. Wild, man. And then another uh, friend of mine, Andy, who actually, ironically enough, co-hosted that last episode uh, with me. I brought him on as a special guest host. His aunt, I believe, told him that when she passed away, she was going to come back and tickle his feet in his sleep. Cause when he was a kid, that was like a playful thing she did, you know? Yeah. And sure enough, she passed away and she visited him and his brother and tickled both their feet and both he, their different homes in the middle well, of the night. I feel like night. these ghosts need to stop fucking like touching people and ask for consent. 
No, dude, haven't you ever seen the movie Ghost? When you can touch somebody, you're like an no, ultra not, mega ghost. It don't matter if you You've like tapped it. into the most ghostly ghost you could be. When you can physically touch somebody. I'm just saying, I think they need a little consent. Ghosts need to like, maybe like have a little blow on a window and say, can I or something? <laughs> <laughs> what, what always, I think that the things that fascinate me the most about stories or you know stories that people share are one when there's it's a story where multiple people saw the same thing and two poltergeist stories where there was like something that physically moved that always fascinates me because that would scare the shit out of me um yeah i don't i don't know though i don't know if i believe it it's 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 hard I, i will say there's something about especially like um when you're in person and hearing somebody tell the story but even over zoom when you can see the person telling their story, it is nice to kind of get a feel of the person because like the majority of our guests aren't coming on to promote anything. Right. Most of them don't even use their real name. You know, they don't even want to be associated with like, they're trying to stay a step removed in their personal life from this ghost story. So it's like, they don't really have anything to gain other than being able to say, Hey, I went on a podcast that, you know, people listen to, which I mean, what, what does that do? You know? Yeah. So the conclusion I come to is, I don't know if it's true, but I believe that they believe it's true. You know, unless I can see some kind of evidence, it's going to be hard for me to say that's absolutely true. Now, the freaky shit is when we have these these uh, psychics and mediums come on and like we'll be interviewing them. Like one of them, uh, she's the personal psychic to one of the real housewives of New York. Her name's April. You'll just be interviewing her and she'll just be like, did this da 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 da, and then she would start telling you about your life, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Man? Like, so not like sometimes it's stuff. You're like, "All right, I mean, I could look at you and and yeah. say, oh, did you have a gig last week on a uh, <laughs> something a day that ended with a Y?" You know, like I mean, anybody could kind of put that together. <laughs> it's like, it ended with a y. It's like John Edwards. It's like, <laughs> yeah, hey, you wrote it as a vowel in their name, <laughs> but like during one of the episodes we did with her, she was like, um, "Did you have a?" uncle who like boxed in the navy and i was like yeah he was a golden glove boxer in the navy she's like well he wants your dad to know this and i'm like how the f- how could anybody know that like wow, yeah you know like, See, i want crazy. the details did he have a mean job or like a like, <laughs> give me the fucking beat of the story <laughs> but yeah th- that's always a f- and i also love when guests come on and they have like an audio clip to share this one lady came on she had a recording where she was videotaping her daughter just like babble when she was like a toddler, you know, like one or two. And so her daughter takes the phone from her and takes off running. So you hear the daughter just like, blah, 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 blah. And then you hear this voice go, and then you hear the daughter go, what? And the voice is like, the daughter's like, I don't know. The woman said her daughter couldn't speak yet. Like she could only babble. There's a whole study of like of, of children at certain ages that, you know, because they're not manipulated by the perception of adults, they're so in tune with the world around them because they have, they have no biased, biased perception in a sense where they can be in tune to stuff like that. They take on like old identities and crazy shit like that. Yeah. Sounds like a bunch of bullshit. I, I'm a storyteller by craft, like as a comedian, that's and a writer and an actor. Like that's my favorite thing. That's why I love this podcast, just getting to hear stories and then interview people. But like, what is, what would you say you guys is like ultimate goal is for your podcast? Do you want to eventually experience something supernatural or would you be happier just ultimately disproving every supernatural thing that people claim this happened here, this happened there? Ooh, that's a good question. Everybody answer individually. So I'm okay. So, and for me, it's, it's mostly 
Because, like, when I grew up, I grew up with, because, like, my birthday's in October, so, like, everything was, like, usually all Halloween and horror shit, you know? Like, movies are on all the time around my birthday and shit. So, I grew up believing in ghosts and spirits and all, like, you know, all the paranormal shit. But, like, as time went on, I just started, like, all right, what's this? You know, this is a bunch of shit, you know? Like, most of these ghost hunter shows that come on, and, like, you can totally tell they're just, like, kind of doing it just for, you know, just for, uh... Did you feel like Peter Pan and Hook? You just forgot. What? what oh. oh, you didn't read a movie? Whatever, dude. Okay. Yeah, anyways, bro. Reference lost. So, I don't know. So now that I've, you know, like my whole life I've been into this. And like I said, like I haven't experienced anything. And like I've gone out and searched for it. Like before we even did this podcast, just like random little things, you know, like, oh, this place is haunted. So you go and check it out and nothing happens, you know? So it's like, I don't know if I'm out to disprove it or if I'm just out there just to kind of tell myself that it, that my, my thoughts are real, that it, it's not really there, you know? Cause I guess kind of half of me wants to believe, but the other half is like, nah, it's just full of shit. So yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens throughout this whole thing. What about you, Sean? How, how do you feel? Sean. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Hi, Sean. I'm, I'm a podcaster. Um, uh, I'm the guy that's always drinking that I guess to have to do the shitty shit escape rooms or like horrible haunted places where they go, Hey, Sean, go in the oven. Hey, Sean, go in the refrigerator and go get the key. Or, hey, Sean, survive this. I don't give a fuck because I don't believe in anything. What does that have to do with the podcast? Well, I'm just saying. So what I'm, do you want to do? What's your main goal? Yeah. To go drink with you guys. <laughs> Okay, that's time. Yeah, like, why do I have to have an agenda of going finding ghosts? I just want to have a good time, and you guys can, like, search all your little fucking fantasies out all you want. I'm just going to chill. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> okay. So, Pepper Tree Dan, I re- it's kind of fucked up okay. because it scares the shit out of me. Because, like, you know, I believe, like, fucking you can seriously come across some demon that fucks your whole life up. Does it fuck you, though? It may well, very well fuck you. And, but the, the, the weird fucked up thing is, is that like, I'm going to these places that are seriously super haunted. Like everything that I've experienced was not in one of these haunted places. It was in my own setting. So I'm really going and hoping that trying to, like you said, did that really happen or did that not happen? Maybe to re- re- reassure myself that it's very well true when something else happens to me again. But I really don't want a demon attaching themselves to me. Well, the cliff notes of that is he has some existential crisis where he just wants to find spirituality. And I want it to happen. So these guys, really? I know that all here. God, dude, I don't even know how I hang out with you guys. <laughs> he's got fucking problems. Yeah, I, I know. I've, and I had to make myself stop saying this on the podcast. But uh, for like the first 12 episodes, you can just hear me say that I have a fear of death over and over. And then <laughs> from all the editing, I was like, OK, I'm going to stop fucking saying that. <laughs> but, emphasizing it. but that's yeah, one of the things sure. for me is like, I feel like if ghosts were proven to be real, I would at least know there's some version of an afterlife. And I think that would give me some peace of mind, even though some of the stories we get are super not what you would want. You know, yeah. but at least I know that there's a version of an existence. And well, it is interesting how many people that are religious that come on and they say that growing up in like a Catholic family or whatever led them to be more susceptible to believing in ghosts. Did you guys yeah. grow up religious at all? I did. I grew up, my, my parents were super Catholic. I think that's during those times where I was like, you know, I was a kid and all that nonsense. Well, I, I, I don't believe in any of it now, you know. And, and you I went think, to like Latino I, church. That's just three yeah. and a half hours. I wouldn't believe <laughs> that either. 
So I think once I started realizing that I didn't believe in God or anything to do with religion is when I started to realize that I, you know, like this whole thing with the ghost things, cause it kind of goes hand in hand because mostly demonic possessions and all that shit have to do with religious shit. You know, like it's Satan and his disciples coming to try to take over the world. And, you know, and it's like, I don't know, like it doesn't make any sense to me. Cause like, if I don't believe in God, why am I going to believe in that? You know? Cause then, yeah. So, I believe more in like the science aspect of things with like dimensions and like all like all that weird energy nonsense and shit. And I think ghosts are a sort of kind of interconnection between that. Yeah. But as far as religion, now nah, I don't believe in any of that. Well, I, I know uh, Daniel had mentioned like demons following you and stuff. So we have a friend of the podcast who we also perform with um, named Devin. And he was maybe on episode like three or four. He did a two part. That's what I listened to the demon one. Oh, you did. Yeah. So he is one of those people who kind of claim to exist with ghosts. Like he sees them all the time. Um, Like, almost on a daily basis. Has he watched the sixth sense? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like his, I mean, like he, uh, for example, and I can't remember. Haley Joe <laughs> <laughs> like one of the stories he told that freaks me out. And this isn't even one of his like scariest ones, but it's just the mundaneness of it is he was in the shower and he heard his wife, uh, or his, uh, partner come into the room, the, into the bathroom and he was just like, Oh, Hey babe, can you hand me the whatever towel, whatever? And she didn't respond. And he was like, Hey, can, can you hand? And she didn't respond. And so then he opens the uh, shower curtain and it's this dead girl staring right back at him. What the hell? Damn. And just staring at him. And he's just like, and he's had so many experiences that he's just like, Hey, okay, you can go now. And then he said, she just, kind of faded out too but went along why don't you exploit that like my wife always gets mad you're gonna bring something home i'm like and make a lot of fucking money i'll have a bed and breakfast <laughs> like, like, like i'll be asking people come on can you do your little trick really quick like little little piano keys you know you well that's the thing he warns them and, and this was great for the podcast i think it's in our trailer but like he warns us like, well, if you keep traveling down this road, you know, you're going to start inviting these ghosts into your life. And I'm just like, great. That's all I need. I've got a kid well, now. I've got to take care of a ghost too. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't experienced anything from this podcast. I mean, I, sometimes I think I may hear something or see something out of the corner of my eye, but that's just like, you know, that's just life. I, I haven't, yeah. you know, had anything crazy happen. I think that Turnbull Canyon episode it did feel weird because they were just like bodies dropped there, murders, like, like, I don't know. But then I also thought animals were going to attack me. I think that's my biggest fear. Yeah. That's one of the dangers that we do face is could we do go out to like nature stuff. And you know, like out here we have mountain lions and then we have poisonous snakes and all that. I have coyotes I too, right? Rhinos. What the fuck? Nobody has rhinos. There's rhinos in like else. Meth rhinos, maybe. <laughs> This fucking guy. Um, so one thing we hear a lot about on our podcast, and, and it's interesting you guys bring that up. A lot of guests will say, I felt the energy of X, you know, I felt the energy and then this happened. I felt the energy. So on any of these 
explorations you guys have done with your recordings? Have any of you ever felt like a certain weird vibe because of those bodies? Sexual and energy. Stuff? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I haven't felt anything. I've felt it before. And Daniel, what would you say that feels like? Because that's JJ, the, the one, the most skeptic host we have. That's always a big point of view for him. It's like, what is that energy? What does that act like? What does that sensation feel like to you? First off, I definitely believe in all the energies of the universe, but it definitely feels very weird. You just feel this eeriness. You know, you're kind of like on guard a little bit. You, you feel like maybe something might happen. And it's kind of, uh, no, I'm serious. It, 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 it gives you a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. We had a. There's something that's like heavy weighing over you. I, I can't explain it. I know they think I'm full of shit, but. We had a recent uh, guest describe it in a way that. <laughs> that I thought uh, fit perfectly. She said, it's, it's like the static of a TV, you know, that sensation of like, that exactly. you know, it's if that. You put your hand up to the, uh, to a TV when it's on yep. and it makes your hair stand up, you know, on, on your whole body and shit. That's mm -hmm. exactly what it's like. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I never thought about it like that, but that's yeah. Similar. I'm real big, like, and you guys are in music, so you might have the same thing, but like I can listen to music and get chills. You know, like there's a certain percentage of people that. That's the best part of music. music yeah. yeah. <laughs> But a lot of people, there's a lot of people that can't have that. And I always feel so sorry. I'm like, those yeah. are those weird people that how do you listen, listen to music? music. That's, what, that's why music's the best. Have you ever, met, some, to you. You ever met somebody asked, like, what do you listen to? Like, I don't really listen to music. And you're like, well, cool. We're not going to be friends because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I was off on a tangent, but I don't like those people. <laughs> those, that's probably why you haven't seen ghosts. Maybe they can't listen to music and it hurts their feelings, you know? <laughs> like, I would rather go blind than deaf because of music. Yeah, me too. Nah. <laughs> What? I got too many things to see. <laughs> you, got, you got ambitions in life. I got too many things to see. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll feel. I'll just feel the vibrations. You know, you see those cool videos where people put their hands on the speakers and they start dancing. I'll, I'll do. I'll do that. <laughs> so, guys, when people are listening to this episode, they're hearing the three of you kind of, you know, obviously go through your podcast. They're getting a sense of your personality, what you guys are about. It's obvious that you guys are friends and you've kind of been in this group together and you enjoy going out and kind of going on these adventures, but why would you say, give us a shot? Like how, what would you say to somebody, you know, why should I listen to your podcast? Cause we're different. We're trying to do something different. We're being unorthodox. We're recording live. We're letting our personalities be the thing that leads the podcast. Well, I mean, besides these two dudes that suck, I'm kind of cool. Shut up. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like if you just, if you have to say you're cool, <laughs> you're definitely not cool. <laughs> What do you guys think? Well, and you guys are putting your life on the line with the meth monsters, too. You know? don't, don't forget yeah, that. you gotta watch out for the meth monsters. I get you. <laughs> I feel like I'd be cool with them. Like, like, I feel like if I saw Satanists, if they weren't cool with me, I'd just punk them. So, oh, that's a good question. Have you guys ever visited any, like, cult places? Uh, all the places we go to have stories of cults. Tonight is the big one where yeah. they, they have a cult. A cult. What do you got? A cult. A cult. And another cult. <laughs> the cult. The cult 45 in it. But this place actually has a lot of cult activity where there's burned Bibles, rituals, dead, burned animals. So, like, I ain't stripping. <laughs> You're not stripping? <laughs> <laughs> what are you stripping for? So, no, you yeah. see those things at the location, though? Like, you see burned Bibles and. Yeah, yeah, it's big. Like, yeah. You can even yelp it, and joggers will talk about, like, 
don't go there at a certain time because people say Satanists or the time we're going like, you know, I don't know. I feel like those fools do too much laundry. So I ain't worried about those guys. I mean, to have those kind of linen in, you know, the wardrobe. (laughs) I'm much more worried about the meth monsters. (laughs) That's fair. Do you guys ever GoPro any of this or like release like, um, like bonus footage of, of going out there? We're actually just starting to work with, trying to get film we we recorded our episode when we went to giant rock and we did that alien episode and then we we did a randonautica little mini sode which we tried to record but i don't know it was too dark because i didn't have a light but we're gonna go tonight and i'm gonna bring my camera and see if i can snap some cool pictures because what i've seen like videos and pictures of the place that we're going to it has like a lot of like cold activity shit that's there so it'd be something really cool to you know take pictures of like there's been like people going into the to the tunnel and there's like burnt candles and a bunch of sage and like pentagrams drawn everywhere. So like, no, but like, it's all for, we want to do a Patreon thing where if you do the <laughs> Patreon, you can go and see us do it live, which is, yeah. is it's, this is just going to turn into jackass where like they pay you to like yeah, do, yeah, right? do X thing at X location. No, like, we will have a special guest tonight. If you can hook us up with a badass spot, yeah. come on in and join the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well guys, before we get you out of here, why don't you also take a minute to plug your band? So if people want to check out your music, how can they find that? Situations underscore CA at Instagram. We do like 77 rock and roll punk. Our new band doesn't have a pod thing yet. We just. <laughs> I love a band <laughs> podcast. Wait, fuck, fuck those fools. They, they didn't part of the podcast. Those band members always talk shit anyways. Fuck, don't go to situations underscore CA and give me money. But um, <laughs> no, just go to the podcast and rate, review, subscribe so we can be like really cool. And you can pay us to fly to go hang out with you in Atlanta. And you can yeah, show man. us all the cool shit in Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> oh, stupid accent. I tried. I tried. Whatever. In Savannah. Savannah, Georgia. All right, guys. Well, Queso, Daniel, Sean, thank you for coming on the podcast. Everybody, make sure you go and rate, review, download, subscribe. Give this podcast a chance. We really appreciate them coming on. That's the Nothing to See Here podcast. It's where all podcasts can be found. Give these guys a chance. They're fucking awesome. We hope to have them back on soon. And yeah, guys, stay safe. Do your music, do your thing, and uh, watch out for those meth monsters. So I'm Noah Daniels. I'm Queso. Yeah, I'm not saying my name. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Tree Dan! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.